Yo, what's going on? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, it means it's time for another live stream. Today is Tuesday. I had to think about that for a second there. Uh, it's Tuesday, September 21st, 2021. Uh, you know what? I just got in from a run. I had a really long night last night. I was working some other videos for some other projects that had you know due dates coming up and kind of missed them by a couple hours, but I did make it technically in by end of day. But anyway, I was up real late and then that kind of threw off the morning and I threw off the run. And so I just got back, haven't had a chance to eat lunch. So I'm a little bit just kind of like off balance. That's all. Uh, I'm doing okay. I've got some uh, noon lemon lime in here. I'll, I've been drinking and I was, I was waiting for the live stream to start. Um, and then uh, you know, I'll eat some lunch after this before I go pick up the kids. But hopefully you guys are doing well. Everyone in the podcast and the audio only version, hopefully you're having a good run out there today. Today, it got a little bit cooler in Chicago. Still very, very humid for some reason, but a lot cooler. So that was really nice for my run out there this morning, my first run since the 20-miler over the weekend. And overall, feeling pretty good. So that's promising. Hopefully, you guys are having a good run too. Or if you're listening on your drive home or as you're falling to sleep, hopefully everything goes smoothly for you. Everyone watching on YouTube, after the fact, welcome to you guys as well, and hopefully you have a nice recovery beverage like some new or some other electrolyte drink, or maybe something a little stronger to uh, help uh, kick off the hour. So with that being said, let's say hi to everyone who's here. We've got um, Bettina and Preben Anderson coming with a guest for what the shoe thumbnail was with Bondi X. That is correct. There's some other guesses too. Sinathemba Moonway says Mach 4. Frank's going with the Bonda X, and his clue was that it hasn't been running yet. And so that's actually really, uh, really clever. Marcelo says it's the Bonda X for sure. And uh, Mark says, hmm, oh, Mark, I thought you had a guess. Yeah, here's Mark's guess. Says, I'm at a toss-up between two of us to earn endorphin speed two. Any thoughts? Please help. It is the Bonda X. I got it right here. I just wanted to show it to you guys as well. So here's what it looks like on the bottom. I forgot that it looked so different. Um, on the bond on the bottom not it's like I mean it's like kind of like a mix between because it's got a really long swallowtail at the back so it's kind of like a mix between like the carbon X2 and a Bondi on the bottom because this X thing here where you could see the carbon that definitely reminds me of like the carbon X2 but yeah you know I'm actually thinking I've got the half marathon this weekend it is a Hoka event um, I was thinking about maybe running in these for the first time in uh, for that half marathon, Chicago half marathon coming up this weekend. We'll see, maybe we'll do that. I'll probably run in a carbon plated like super shoe and not the Bondi X, although the Bondi X does have carbon in it. So we'll see, but you guys get the idea for the game for today. And today I didn't want to give it away cause I didn't want you guys to not cheat. Cause I know you guys wouldn't cheat, but I didn't want you guys to like secretly start thinking about it. But the name of the game today is actually going to be name that soul. So I'll show you a picture of the soul of a shoe and then you guys gotta tell me what shoe it is. And so I think, I don't know, this is either gonna be deceptively hard or just super, super easy for you guys. We'll see how it goes. But first let's get to a couple more uh, people that are that are here uh, in the chat. Stevie76 is here, it says, uh, yo, what's going on? Hega says, I love this game, awesome. Uh, Mika's here, says, hello. Did a nice 40 minute threshold tempo today, 60 minutes total, nice and gave the Novoblast one more chance, and with proper flat laces, they felt completely different. Oh, really? Much better lockdown, so <laughs> won't bend them yet. Well, that's that's good. That's good. I'm glad you guys are finding a way to make it work if they're not working right out of the box. 
Uh, PG says, hi, Kofuzi, how's it going? Just back from a seven-mile run and had to run off the Domino's I had for lunch. You know, I haven't had Domino's pizza in a long time. And uh, I'm, I'm not regretting that because I don't think it's, like, the best pizza. But I was thinking a little – every time I think about Domino's now, I don't think anyone from Domino's has ever said this, but a lot of people have talked about Domino's. And people are saying that, like, Domino's has really increased market share – by like glo- especially global market share by thinking of itself not as a pizza company but as a technology company and i was like that's weird right but like they've been really working on improving not only like their in-house process like in the commercials that comes across as we realized our pizza wasn't great so we revamped everything and we made the product better but i feel like a lot of that is supply chain logistics distribution and execution right so a lot of that's going to be systems based but i also think that you know, they've been working on like making the in-app ordering work really well. Dean Carnassus can order a pizza to some place on a trail and it'll get there, you know, kind of thing. Um, and also like, I, I think that they were working with some like family, like YouTubers, like family vloggers for a while. And they would like, um, the family would be out like at a park and they would have the pizza get delivered to them like underneath like a big tree to the right of the parking lot kind of thing. And so like solving technology problems to help deliver the pizza. So Domino's always is kind of like a company that I'm always kind of like, hmm, that's really interesting. But I still haven't had the pizza in a while. Uh, all right, let's see who else we got in here today. JC, my mouse keeps falling asleep, says I had a catered lunch at work today and now the live stream that a track workout this evening after a cold front. Pretty nice little Tuesday shaping up. That does sound like a nice Tuesday. There you go. Uh, all right, Ronald Dre says, hey, all joining in with lunch and coffee. Very cool. Man, all you guys are talking about lunch today, and I haven't eaten, this is the one day I haven't eaten lunch beforehand. Theonan's here says, hey, Kofuzi, glad to make it for the live stream. Martha's here as well. Um, good to see you. Ilya Kim's coming in from Malaysia. Good to see you again, Ilya. And Vivek Bala says, where'd it go? Oh, it just jumped. Uh, jumped. Uh, Vivek Bala says, I don't like the crust from Domino's for some reason. You know, it doesn't, uh, yeah. I would say of like the big chains, I'd say probably mm, Papa John's is pretty good because they give you the garlic butter, but I think Pizza Hut probably has a better crust of the big chain. Although, you know, I don't know if everyone has Jets pizza where you're at, but that's more of a Midwest, it's a Detroit style pizza. That's probably the, my favorite of the, the chain pizza crusts. All right, JK, had, we'll do a couple more and then we'll get to the game for today. JK said, best 5.8K road race day shoes, which can also be used for speedy intervals beforehand. A bit confused because I feel like almost all race shoes are marketed for marathons and half marathons. Yeah, I, I would say that that's probably right these days. So I think that the market for the 5 and 8K road racers is small because shoes that are good for half marathons are going to be great at 5. I'm guessing what you mean is 5 or 8K because I think the period is close to the slash. So for Jake, I'm thinking I'm going to talk about it as if it's a 3-mile race or a 5-mile race. Now, a lot of times... People that are at the elite level running in those will race in cross-country flats, right? So if it's even if it's a road race, they might run. If it's you know on varied terrain, they'll run across country flats um, or other kinds of flats, like like the Zoom Streak, for example, or I think some of like the Dragonfly type spikes is what people um, I imagine we might start seeing some of that. Some of those like longer distance super spikes. Um, so that's kind of one thing. And so like regular people that are doing like park run, 5Ks, 8Ks, 
you know, they're not like making the shoe for that. Cause those people probably, if they're, you know, above average are probably also doing half marathons. And so like, I think the, the target demographic isn't as big as some of the other genres might be. That being said, I think some of the ones that I like are the, are the ones that I don't think they really make anymore in that space. So like the carbon rocket, that Hoka, the Hoka's first carbon shoe, um, that one I love for 5k, 8k is great. Um, I also do like the Endorphin Pro for that distance. Um, I like the Skechers Performance Speed Elite. Not the Speed Freak, but the one that came before it, the Speed Elite. Um, and the Asics Meta Racer. I think you could still buy the Asics. I was looking on the Asics website today. You could still buy the Meta Racer. That would be a great shoe, assuming the terrain is, is suitable for it. If it's a road, yeah, then the Meta Racer would be a great choice. I would really like that. All right. Um, let's see. Let's, let's, let's get to the game for today. Let's get to the game for today. Let's start that. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, <laughs> before that, I got to talk about this. CB76 is Whole Foods Pizza versus Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. Let me tell you what, as a dad, I really enjoy Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. It's very greasy. I feel like they put oil and butter on it. Um, it's just, it's always comes out like wet, but not in like a soggy kind of way. Um, I'm guessing it has to do with some of the fact, I'm guessing like it all comes frozen and then they cook it in some sort of like air fryer style pizza oven. Um, and I'm guessing like the extra oil is in there to help it crisp and all sorts of other like processed food reasons. Um, so I would say I, <laughs> I might go with Chuck E. Cheese pizza for that one, especially because when I'm eating it, it's like, it's like the only food that they have at Chuck E. Cheese, right? And when I'm at Chuck E. Cheese, like I'm chasing the kids around and it's exhausting. I need fuel. And like, you know, it's kind of like when you're pulling an all-nighter. I don't pull all-nighters anymore. I was up till 1.30 yesterday, and I was, like, wrecked. But um, so when you're pulling all-nighters, like, the food that you want is not food that is nutritious. The food that you want is food that is terrible for you. And so, like, Chuck E. Cheese. I'm going to go with Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Um, let's get to the game now. All right. I'm going to show you a shoe, the sole of a shoe, just the sole. Um, and you're going to have to tell me and make a guess as to what you think the shoe is. All right. You guys ready for the first one? Here we go. First one. Uh, how do I do it better? There we go. That's a little bit bigger. What do you guys think that one is? It says Saucony right on the midsole foam there. So all these shoes, I think all the shoes that I'm going to show you today, um, I reviewed. Although one is a newer version of the shoe than I've reviewed because I haven't reviewed the new version of the shoe yet. So all of these are like, so just to keep it like, in my, it's not going to be something like 361 or some of those other like kind of like new out there brands um, that I haven't uh, tested before. So it'll be a shoe that I've run in before. All right. So we've got a lot of guesses here. You guys are all right in terms of you got the endorphin part right. But you guys are, it's uh, it's a pretty even split looking at looking at this. Um, Jeff Elliott says endorphin speed. Thienan also says endorphin speed. Ren Chetta says speed two. All you guys are getting speed. Finally, Martha said speed. Runtime, he said endorphin pro. Alexandre <laughs> splitting the difference as pro slash speed. Um, yeah, JC says speed two. Most of you guys are coming in with the speed, but some of you guys came in with the pro, and you guys would be correct because it is the endorphin pro two for that one. See, I feel I felt like that would be a tough one because. Um, 
I know the outsoles are very similar and I, you know what I should have done? I should have pulled up and had ready an image of the Speed 2, but I think there's slight different like color banding that goes on in these. That is how you would tell the difference just by looking at the outsole. I haven't looked at the Endorphin Speed 2. I was going to run in them today, but I decided not to. But uh, I ran with the Hoka's instead, uh, Clifton's. But um, I remember last year, there was like a, a stripe of pink somewhere in there and just like some of the edging and kind of like the center area. Um, I think that looked a little bit different. And so like you would really have to know um, what you were looking at to be able to tell just from looking at the salt as to what that one is. But that was fun, that was fun. Um, I'm glad that like m m half of you guys got it wrong because I was like, oh man, I felt like this was what could be one of the trickier ones. So this will be a good gauge. I feel like based on this, I feel like it's gonna turn out pretty fun for today. Mm. All right, Chris Dyke says, you only get half marks for if you wrote Endorphin Pro and not specifying the two. I think the Pro 1 and 2 though have the exact same outsole. Now that that's hmm, hmm, that's something I'll have to check. I'll I'll take a closer look at that and and follow up. All right, let me take a little quick pause here, get some more hydration. Let's get to the next one. Let's get to number two. I've got a two monitor set up today, guys, so it's a lot easier for me to kind of look up some of this stuff and manage the the live stream today. I feel like I'm finally getting on top of things. All right, next shoe. What is this one? This one might be super easy, but unless you have the shoe, I feel like this can, could be really tough because there's no identifying marks on the outsole as to even the brand. So then we'll have to see which one, see if you can figure out from the brand which one it is. And I will say though, that when I look at this pattern, it definitely reminds me of a couple of other brands every time I see it. And so like, it doesn't look to me like it's, you know, some brands kind of have outsoles that are easily recognizable. It reminds me of another brand's outsole. So that's kind of like what I'm thinking. But you know what? This, you guys. See, Runner Dre's on onto it. He says, New Balance something. That's right. Vivek thought it was a Skechers. Ooh, that's interesting. Is it the colors? It's that, that spot of like that neon color in the back, maybe. Um, but most of you guys have it right. You guys got it right away. Alan Journey says it's ugly. I agree. I don't like the look of this outsole, but it is very, very functional. I will have to, I, I have to admit that. Um, Deck Ryan, I think was the first one coming in with the Rebel 2. That is correct. It is the Rebel version 2. I mean, it's like, how, here's the thing, like, yeah, Kevin got it as well. Jeff, Jay Prez. Oh, what's going on, Jay Prez? Good to see you. Jay Prez is here. Uh, hey, got it. I mean, everyone got it. Ren Chet. JC, Martha, Run Tommy. Run Tommy, you're two for two, I think, on the day. So good. Good. All right. Um, but here's the thing like, look at this shoe. It's a great looking shoe, even in the more boring, like all black upper. Like the other colors, I think, also look great. And then you flip the shoe over and it looks like that. It like doesn't, it doesn't match. It doesn't go together in my mind. Like I, yeah. I mean, the thing, the, the thing that I have to like, you know, I can't, you know, complain too much because the outsole really does work well. So it's like, I gotta leave it. I think my favorite answer though um, is, where did it go? Stevie 76 with Rebel version 1492. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right, Jared Crano says, just checked his Endorphin Pro 1. It's the same outsole. Just the color schematics could tell you the difference. So you can tell from colors. 
right? That it's a pro one versus pro two. Is that true? That's the thing. I, I knew the outsole would be the same in terms of the design, but I wasn't exactly sure if like there were some slight color variations. And Megan uh, <laughs> Warzetcha says, I can literally feel it squish when I look at it. <laughs> um, yeah, for the Rebel, it's squishy. It's very squishy. Um, by the way, I am working on a video. I was gonna try to get it out today, but I just ended up working on that other project last night. So tomorrow's video is gonna be Rebel 2 versus Mach 4. So that'll be an interesting video. I'm almost done with it. So pretty I think it's turning out pretty good. But yeah, I've been thinking a lot about the Rebel 2 because it's squishy. Ilya says that the outs on the Rebel 2 wear so easily. Oh, that's interesting. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think I've got like 20 or 30 miles in mine. So it's, it's a little bit too early for me to tell. But I, I mean, I really haven't noticed anything at all. Chris Dyke thinks that that outsole reminds me of Hoka colors. Uh, blue and yellow. That's definitely like, you know, if you just say those two things and shoes, that's kind of like Hoka to me. But how to, how about these says the white part gives it away. Yeah, you could tell it's a fuel cell that way. All right. Yeah, Mika Kataya says the TC outsole is pretty similar and I always think it looked cheap and nasty. I agree. I totally agree. Even though like, I also thought that the fuel cell TC worked really well. So it's just like, I want to like complain more about it so that they change it, but also it's just working. So I'm not going to, you know, it's, I, I guess I'll just lament it rather than complain about it. <laughs> uh, Andrew Pazza says, have you ever run a sub three marathon? I have not. So hopefully I will do it in December. That's kind of what I'm going for. Marathon PB is 301.53 or something like that on a downhill course. So, you know, who knows what that really means. I think I'm more of a 305 guy. I, you know, I don't even think I'm at 305 now. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to stay with the 310 group on, uh, for the Chicago Marathon guys. And I'll just stay there and see how, see where the day takes me. Martha says that her endorphin, her, her Rebel 2s are not showing anywhere. The endorphin speeds wear too quickly in the rear lateral corner, especially her right foot. She says, I wish I could put a patch there. Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting product. I mean, they already make a product called Shoe Goo, so like that would be a good name for that, but I don't know, I don't know what would you call that. Hmm. Jared Crano says, yo, Co, did my Yasuo 800s for Chicago today? Three or four average, awesome. Nice work. I think we're at the exact same spot, Jared. Mm, all right. Kevin says, noticing your subscriber count. Have you thought of what stupid kind of run you're gonna do for reaching 100k subscribers? A 100k run, obviously. I'm not gonna live stream it though. I'm not gonna be like Ginger Runner. That's just too ambitious. I can't do that. Uh, all right, let's go. Oh, Trevor Holtzman says, the Nike put up the Chicago 2021 marathon gear on their website. The band t-shirt that has all the different neighborhoods is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, ha I have it. Uh, it is very cool, I like it. Um, I was able to pick it up early. Um, I bought it. Uh, it wasn't cheap, but I bought it at um, Heartbreak Run Company. I was on my run on Saturday. Did I tell you guys this story? I was on my run on Saturday, and I ran into so many people that I, that I knew um, that I hadn't seen in a while. And one of the people I ran into, yeah, I told you guys about this story. One of the people I ran into was Kevin, who is a photographer or doing media for Heartbreak Run Company in Chicago. He used to work for Tim Man Elite um, out in Bold. Boulder. Yeah, that's why I wrote, because I don't know where Tim Manalit is. I think they're in Boulder. But anyway, he's working for Tim Manalit. But he's on his bike because he was going from one stop to another with his cameras. 
trying to take pictures for their 20 miler event. Um, and he's like, come by the store. We're selling, um, he's like, you get some coffee. We got, he's like, we got a keg of cold brew and we got donuts and we're selling marathon gear one day only. And then, they, then it goes away. Then it won't come back out until Thursday. So, um, yeah. So like yesterday, one of the things that I was doing was I was, I, I needed the shirt <laughs> to, I wanted to see, you know, talk to Kevin and then also talk to uh, Luke over at Heartbreak Run Company. But I wanted to get the shirt because uh, I wanted to film some stuff for these projects that I'm working on. Um, and I wanted to have a current Chicago Marathon shirt, even though my due date was before um, the shirts go on sale. So I was very lucky to be able to do that. But one of the things I was doing yesterday, I was running around downtown uh, wearing some of this stuff and doing like a little mini photo shoot. So, yeah. But it is a good one. I, I do, I think it's probably one of my favorites. The Nike on it, the swoosh on it is like super tiny. So uh, very easy to miss. So it's kind of like if you're not into the swoosh, you know, it's like the Nike, it's like the Chicago Marathon shirt. It's, it's awesome because it's retro and it looks great. But it also, um, it's the it's the Chicago Marathon shirt for the people that don't want the swoosh. So, all right, let's get to um, the next one. All right. Speaking of the swoosh, here we got another outsole. Nice gum color. I love gum colored outsoles. Um, and it's got a swoosh on it. Do you guys know what this shoe is? Name that shoe. All right. Um, yeah, undoubtedly says king of keg of cold brew with a smiley face. Is that a smiley face? Oh, it's a drooling face emoji. I couldn't see what that was. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't know that cold brew came in kegs, but I guess it makes sense. I didn't have any coffee though. I felt like I didn't do the 20 miler with them. <laughs> So I didn't feel like I should partake in the coffee or the donuts. Although I got there like at the end, I feel like everyone had had their coffee and donuts and there were some of each left, but I, I did have some water. That's it. Um, Andrew Pazza says, Quest just came out with a pumpkin bar that is straight fire with a fire emoji. Do you like pumpkin things? Uh, I like pumpkin things. Uh, it's taken me a long time. I used to work on a pumpkin farm. Did I ever tell you guys that? One of my first jobs was to pick pumpkins and plant pumpkins in high school. I did it with my cross country buddies. It was really nice. It would always be like before the season um, or after the season in the fall. And then, or I don't remember, it was in September. So it was kind of during the season sometimes too. I don't, I don't remember how that worked out. Um, but uh, we would plant them in, um, in the spring and then we would pick them like all September long. So I, I hated pumpkins for a long time because I dealt with them for a while. Uh, but now I'm coming back around to them and I'm enjoying them again. I generally like pumpkin pie. I sometimes like pumpkin bars and stuff, but like the drinks, I'm not as huge a fan of. I'll tell you that. CJ Cruz says, I notice shoes better from the outsoles and the uppers. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Um, all right, let's see what we got for guesses. All right, I think you guys got, you guys got this really nice. Um, most of you guys got it. Uh, Renchette says it's the Peg 38, which is close because it looks like that, uh, but it's not that. I think AJ had it first with the Vomero. Matt 852 had the Vomero as well. Kevin Scott, more specifically, the Vomero 16. Nice. Ilya also had it. Um, you know what I think is nice 
is the way that like computers or phones like uh, autocorrect Vomero. Deck Ryan comes in with Bomero. Renchek comes in with the Comers. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, I love it. Uh, Mika says it's the Vomero 15 slash 16. You know, I don't know what the Vomero 15 outsole looks like. It probably looks exactly the same just because of the way that the Vomero 15, 16 thing went down. So, yeah. Jason Dahl says it looks very pagish. It does, but that's I think that's always been the intention with the with the Vomero. Um, but like the way that like the like for me the giveaway is the way that um, the outer crash zone on the lateral side curls more towards the heel, so there's like a bigger heel area. Um, that's kind of like for me what is, makes it. Oh, that's definitely not a Pegasus, because I think if I'm imagining if I'm thinking about it right, the Pegasus has. Yeah, I don't know. I have to, now I have to look at a Pegasus heel. I'm not sure. Mm, all right. <laughs> Who said this is ca cause says it looks like Crocs. <laughs> uh, funny. funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Martha says bone marrow. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Let's, yeah, well, here you go. And there is the Vomero 16 page. All right, let's get to the next one for today. This one I think is gonna be tough, guys. Don't, don't jump to too many conclusions. I, I, I know what it looks like to me, but I'm letting you know, this is a trick question. So here we go. Uh, while we're waiting, Jody Meyer says, the ASIC Nova Blast 2 is the best daily trainers of 2021. I, I mean, for me, I go back and forth between the No Blast 2 and the Mach 4, but I just like both of them so much. Um, really good. Kai thinks this is K-Swiss. No, you could see there's, I, I don't know if you're talking about this one or the last one, but there's a Hoka. It's hard to see because it's white on white, but like there's a Hoka uh, insignia in there. And it just says Hoka. It doesn't say Hoka One One. just says Hoka. Um, all right. I am half Pedro says, uh, good afternoon, anyone. Hey, Kofuzi, new PR of 24, whoops, uh, sorry. New PR of 24.50, I'm trying to get my sound effects ready. That's what it is. 24.58 for the 5K last week after five months running. Nice, this Saturday will be my first half marathon. Keep the great work, you inspire me pushing. I am 42 years dead. Well, that's awesome. Let's get a cowbell for you, half Pedro. That is fantastic. Great job on the PR. And good luck this weekend for the half marathon. And you know what? You're gonna need another half, you're gonna need another cowbell next week because as long as you finish, if it's your first, it's gonna be a PR for you. So come back and let us know how it goes. All right, let's see what we got here for some answers. Uh, Patty Wiggle says it's the Clifton seven. Kevin Scott thinks it's the Clifton eight. Matt A52 thinks it's the Rincon two. Mika says it's the Rincon 3. Martha comes in with Rincon 3. Paul Timothy, man with two first names with Rincon 3. Patty Wiggle also, lots of Rincon 3s. Some Clifton 8s. Jeff Elliott saying it's the OG Clifton 1. <laughs> I love it. Chris likes it, it's an ultra something. Nice. Um, but the correct answer is, it is the men's Rincon 3. And this black and white color, amazing, right? I think that looks super good. And by the way, oh, you know what? I totally missed this earlier. I didn't see this, but Martha, thanks for bringing it back up. Did you ring a cowbell for Mr. Random? Mr. Random won his marathon last weekend? What? Congratulations, that is absolutely amazing. You won the marathon? You got to break tape at a marathon? That is absolutely amazing. You gotta tell us, what does that feel like? That's, that's incredible. Good job. Mr. Random, awesome. 
Hmm. Yeah. All right. That's so cool. That's so super cool. Amazing. Um, Jared Craner says, oh, they must have added rubber. Yes. So like this was one of the ones, I guess I have two in this one where I have run in the older version, but not in the current year's version. So my understanding of the changes for the Rincon 3 is they've, uh, I think they've widened it a little bit because people said it was a little bit too narrow in terms of the, the I think the footprint of the shoe. And then they all, people, a lot of people complain about the durability problems with the Rincon 2. So they, um, I think they gave it more of like the same foam that's in the Clifton. So I feel like, I don't know, is this basically a Clifton now? How do you tell the difference between the Clifton and the Rincon anymore? If they have the same kind of, or similar midsoles, I'm not really sure. Um, it's been sitting in my closet waiting for me to take them for a test run. So that's another one that I, I have to, uh, I, I can't wait to test out, just looking for the right time. But um, yeah, added more rubber, they changed the midsole foam a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't think it's, you know, it, people are looking at it like it's an upper update, but I think it's a little bit more substantial than that. Um, I, I've been trying not to look at other people's reviews of it to see what they say, but uh, I, I think that's gonna, it's gonna feel really different. I'm very skeptical about that um, little pull tab thing though. I just don't think that thing's gonna stay. I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> uh. Jared Crano says his version one Rincon is awful. You roar, ward out all the rubber. Oh. Kurt Owen says he's just going to guess kangaroos. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Donald Paul Beck says that pull tab. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like a pull string, says Martha. Here's what wor worries me about it. So when I was out in Western States, um, Hoka like gave us a whole bunch of like gear to wear. You know, and that's, I mean, part of it's just to be really nice, you know, um, when you invite people over to an event to give them some, you know, merch and stuff to, to wear um, when they're traveling and also to have so that way when they go back and tell their audiences about it, they have, you know, the merch to, to, to show off. Um, but one of the things that they gave us was a hat and the hat had like a similar like string. So you know how most hats have like a band that you can adjust the, the tightness for it. The Hoka hat there's like a white one on the website that has just a string. I wore mine all day for, uh, for Western States, like filming and everything. And then the next day, I think part of it's cause I got the ponytail and stuff and I'm stretching it a little extra further to get it around the ponytail and then put it on, you know, that kind of thing. But I, I broke mine after like a day. So like, I, I, that's why I'm worried about that string. Anytime I see the little strings from Hoka, I'm just like, I don't know about that. All right. Let's see. Martha says, I saw some review where they tried to break the pull string and couldn't. So Evan leads very strong. Okay. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Now I'm going to have to try to break that thing. I'm not going to destroy the shoe, but well, we'll, we'll see how. I, 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 hopefully it'll be fine. I would imagine that's, that's something they tested a little bit more. Mm, Kurt says, I've never even worn or even tried on a pair of hokas. I should do that someday. I mean, I, I, started wearing hokas at the Clifton six, I think, or the seven. I think I wore the six. I'm not sure. I'm not positive, but I also ran in like the, the re-release of the Clifton one. I didn't really like that one. I didn't get it. Maybe I wasn't ready for it. You know, I was still comparing it to other brands and I had a hard time like understanding Hoka as its own thing, which it definitely 
is. But I do feel like they've, over the last three years, or I guess two years that I've been running in them, a lot, a lot of improvements in a short amount of time, I feel like. So like they've, they've been making some good moves and, and I've been, I think they've been selling a lot of shoes too. Mm, all right. Jim O'Connor is getting his ring con threes this week. Awesome. And let's see. Spy Cal says, Spy Call says, what you are using for casual? Love to hear it. Looking for a really comfortable casual shoe. Um, I've got a couple. It's a weird, you know, I usually don't have casual shoes. I just use uh, old running shoes typically. But every once in a while, brands will send me some casual shoes to, to test out for some reason. I don't think I'm the best at kind of selling casual shoes. But the one that I find myself reaching for most frequently is the Asics Tarther Blast. It's a dad shoe um, with F FF Blast midsole foam in it. It's really comfortable. I really enjoy that one. Um, the toe box is padded, kind of like a like a late uh, 80s, early 90s running shoe. And it's I, I forgot how comfortable that can be. It's really, really nice. Um, I don't want running shoes to start putting padding in the toe boxes by any means, but for a casual shoe, it's good. I really like that one. I've also been walking around in the 4D forward, uh, 4D FWD, I don't know how to say it, from Adidas, the one with the 3D printed midsole. That one I, I really like for walking around, uh, running errands, picking up the kids, going to the grocery store, that kind of stuff. That's only like casual stuff that I really do, I guess. Um, so like, it's not as comfortable for standing around, but moving, it, it works for me from a walking perspective. So I do like those. That and my third one, I have actually three in the kind of rotation now, is the um, Onitsuka Tigers, the uh, Kill Bill yellow ones, which are not very comfortable at all, but they look nice. I wore them to dinner the other day. <laughs> we ate dinner on, we sat in the street and ate dinner because they closed it off to make sure that the restaurants and bars could have more outdoor seating. They closed the streets of traffic and we got a table in the, literally in the middle of the road. It was nice. All right. Okay, let's see. What do we got here? Um, ooh, AT says, hi, I'm new here. Welcome. Looking to buy my first daily trainers. Is Saucony Ride 13 a good option or is it too old? I don't think it's too old. I haven't run in the 14, but as a general rule, I find that if you are looking to save a couple of bucks on running shoes, uh, the best way to do it is not to buy the cheaper new running shoes, is to buy new last year's running shoes. So like if you're interested in the Ride series, the Ride 13 I think is a great option. So that is a good one. I think some other ones that feel very comparable in my mind to the Ride 13 would be shoes like the New Balance 880 version 11 or the version 10 is another one you could look at. I think that would be a really good one to look at. Um, I'm trying to think what else feels to me similar. I think those, that's probably another one that I would also look at if you're looking at the ride. I've been enjoying the ride for a long time since the 10, um, but I don't know if I'll get to the 14 this year. I don't know. I think my preferences are changing. I just want softer and softer shoes. And the ride 13 isn't the softest shoe, but I did buy a pair for my wife and she says she doesn't like them, but I don't know if she's just being frugal and won't get a different pair but she's been using them a lot and she's been doing a lot of walking and walk jogging. Um, they, she's been doing like these virtual, like, like real team type things with her um, sisters and her mom. So they've been doing that and she's been doing it in the Saucony Ride 13. 
her, her women's size. So I, I think she's been liking it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get to the next one. Um, all right what name this shoe here's the outsole it's got a foot shaped toe box and a foot shaped outsole very very literal here you can see the words max track along the bottom uh I'm, you know i know i realize that right now that all the people listening on the podcast have no idea what pictures i've been showing so i feel bad for you guys my apologies but it's a, a red border on the outside of this outsole. It says max track on the bottom. And then the gray part that looks like your foot or more like a, sometimes I think it looks like a bear claw, but uh, the gray part um, has very thick treads. It's gonna be a trail shoe, um, thick, big lugs in there. All right, a lot of you guys have been able to um, identify the shoe from the logo in there. Vivek says it's ultra. Uh, Martha also identified it as an ultra. Runner Dre says ultra as well. Some of you guys are coming in with the correct shoe as well. Awesome. Jeff coming in with ultra. Chris Dyke says ultra something. Nice. Um, Donald Beck says I've embraced the max with two X's max cushion lifestyle. He says, I'm also chubby. <laughs> All right. Love it. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I'm, uh, it, it seems these days people that, um, don't like max cushion or don't like squishy shoes a lot. I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of them, it's kind of like a, I'm tougher than you. Um, it's like a weird variant of runner bro. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I don't care. I like it cushioned. You know, and they still can be fast. Just give me a thick stack height and maybe a carbon fiber plate and I'll be good. So like, that's why I'm like, you know, uh, it's easier on my legs and allows me to run more, which I like doing. So I'm, like, hmm, I'm gonna go with it. All right, Patty Wiggle, I think was the first one that came in with the Superior 5. Nice work. It is the men's Ultra Superior 5 in the black and red. Um, Frank thought it was the Olympus 5. You know, I didn't, I think a lot of the uh, uh, ultra outsoles do look superior, uh, uh, similar, right? That's kind of why I picked this one. Cause I was like, Ooh, it definitely with the foot shaped outsole is going to stand out as an ultra, but will people be able to identify which one? Uh, Miles Sandoval thought it was the Olympus. Jeff thought it was a Lone Peak five, which is a good one. Um, Jay-Z's is ultra torrent. <laughs> nice. Um, Runtime, he says it's an ultra shoe that falls apart. Do ultra shoes fall apart? I guess I've only taken mine to the 100 mile mark. I've never really done a long-term test on ultras. Uh, but a lot, a lot of you guys got it. Affluent Journeys came in with a Superior 5. Ilya said it's a Vibram 5 fingers. Do you, in my running group, in the pace group on Sunday, the 20 mile group, there was a dude that ran in Vibram 5 fingers. I was like, wow, that's incredible. It's tough. Uh, Diaz Ray says Ultra Speed Goat. Nice. Kevin Scott says Ultra Tim 3. Kurt says, I don't know what that is, but I don't. I know I don't like it. <laughs> you know what? It, it works better than it looks. I, will I mean, I haven't tried the 5, but it looks very similar to that outsole pattern on the, all the 4.5. And I, I did really enjoy the 4.5 a lot. With the burrito wrap for the upper, which I, I don't know. Does the 5 still have the burrito wrap? I'm not sure. Um, 
All right. Yeah, Frank says I don't find ultras to fall apart. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I, I'm not. I'm not. I haven't heard anything like that. Um, all right. Chris Napolitano says, "Hey, Co, have you ever had Achilles issues? Mine are acting up. From what I read, lower drop seems to help, but that doesn't seem to be the case for me. Anyone else? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a couple of. I think it depends on why your Achilles is bothering you. For me, whenever I've had Achilles issues, it's because I've increased too much intensity too quickly." And so really when that happens, it's not a matter of drop because usually it's because I'm on my toes a lot and I'm working hard and I'm just asking more of that tendon than it normally experiences. And it takes time for that tendon to kind of like um, react and adapt to the stimulus or respond to the stimulus. So like for me, that the answer for me when I have Achilles issues is to ease off a little bit and then let the Achilles catch up and then keep and then I can keep working. For some people if it's uh, it's, it's a drop issue, you know, then like that could, like changing the heel drop could help. But like I'm also like, you know, when people talk about all that kind of stuff, like heel drop shoes and how it could take some people months to adjust from a 10 millimeter shoe to a 5 millimeter drop shoe or a zero drop shoe. I'm like, what what happens to you guys when you run uphill or downhill? Like if, if someone were like, I'm going to start trail running, oh, you better, you better adapt yourself for five months first. Like, I, I would be like, are you kidding? That, that, that makes no intuitive sense. So, like, I don't under, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I think that sometimes people overstate the importance of drop in terms of your physiology. There are differences in kind of how it feels to run in, you know, in terms of performance. Which ones do I like for running fast versus not? What does it do to kind of like, I mean, it does, I think it can change your gait, but I just think that not in such a substantial way that people have to s devote a season to uh, adjusting to it. So, I mean, I would, Chris, try and figure out why the Achilles is bothering you. What have you changed lately? Have you changed a shoe lately before the onset of symptoms? Have you changed training intensity before the onset of symptoms? I think if you could figure out kind of like where it's coming from, that'll probably help you find some answers, I think. Tim McLaughlin says, greetings from Indiana. Glad you liked the Chicago try. Thanks. I did, I did really like it. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and I am looking forward to um, more triathlons, but I'm also looking forward to, and it reminds me of the, do you guys watch, uh, I guess, the Taron Gessel video today? Not the triathlon Taron video today. He doesn't want to be triathlon Taron anymore. He just wants to be Taron. Um, and he's not stepping away from triathlon, but he just wants to be more into endurance sports. So I guess he's maybe going to be endurance Terran now, but I kind of like, I like the idea, uh, of other, I, I enjoy the other sports. And so I've already mentioned, like, I'd be interested in, I don't even know what a swimming race looks like. I've never heard of a swimming race. I've never seen anyone with like a t-shirt that said like, you know, you know, kind of like if you go to like support the link run around the zoo, like Lincoln park zoo, 5k, there's t-shirts, right? I've never seen anyone with like a swimming t-shirt from a race but presumably they exist same thing with cycling they must exist right remy did like a hundred mile ride actually maybe i'll see if my brothers-in-law will take me on one i don't know if i want to do a hundred mile ride but i mean like a bike like race or event and i think i mean i'm interested in those the triathlon is very like stressful i like putting them together that's a different kind of fun but i also just like the other sports as sports you know so like um, I do. I, I, I like that it's opened more doors for me. That's the biggest thing that I like. Vivek says he saw that video today. Yeah. Hmm. Frank says people don't swim in t-shirts. I know, but like people wear like the shirts afterwards, right? 
like people will wear their like fun run t-shirts to the grocery store and stuff right so i mean like when you finish a marathon you get a shirt or i guess you get it when you sign up right you don't always just wear it you don't only wear it at the race you know and you guys are <laughs> getting on me <laughs> swimming in a t-shirt <laughs> uh, jared do as well <laughs> you guys are funny uh, Kara says, I want to race Speedo. It's <laughs> uh, funny. So funny. Tim says, are still doing the Monumental in November? You know, I never signed up for the Monumental, and I don't think I'm going to do it. Um, I think I would rather try and watch uh, the New York Marathon. Uh, and go, you know, I think, you know, I'd like to go visit my parents. I haven't seen them. Um, I don't think by then the kids will be vaccinated. So like, it'll just probably just be me to go see my parents. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But did you guys also hear the news today? I saw it from Ben Johnson on Instagram who, so I think was it self magazine reported. I don't know which magazine reported it, but apparently Shalane Flanagan is trying to do all six of the world majors. And it's in 42 days, it's in 42 days, right? 42 days, six majors. And the Tokyo one, she's gonna do virtually in Portland, it said, because Tokyo has been canceled or moved to 2022. But I was like, who's gonna do the double for Chicago, Boston? But not only is Shalene Flanagan planning to do the double, she's gonna do all six. And her goal is to hit sub three for all six, six marathons, 42 days, crazy. Two of them she's gonna do back to back in different time zones. Yeah, and like, she's gonna have to go from like, it's like London is one week. It's like London, Berlin, Chicago. That's, those are three consecutive weekends, right? And then Chicago, Boston is the same weekend. So that's like together. And then she's got like a little bit of time. When is Tokyo supposed to be? I don't know. It's in there somewhere. I don't know, it's crazy. So crazy. The comments on Ben Johnson's Instagram are funny. They're like, she's not gonna make it. I'm like, I don't know. She's a New York Marathon winner. It's not like she stopped running when she went into coaching and retired. So uh, uh, I don't know. Anyway. All right. Yeah, Jeff, I said six majors all under three hours. It's crazy. <laughs> Martha says, hopefully, doesn't want to have to wait for her to use a porta potty again. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. All right. That was, a, that was all five, but I got a bonus for you guys today. Bon bonus, name that soul. All right. We're going to go back to Hoka for this. What's the bonus? You got to name this one. And this one says One One on it. So it's a little bit older. I had to, oh, it says it, on, it, says it right on the outsole. I didn't notice that. I should have blurred that out. But it, it, I mean, maybe you guys can't see it if you're looking on the phone. You might be able, not be able to see the rest of it. I can see it nice and big. But yeah. Can you guys tell me what is this Hoka shoe? It is, it says Hoka One One in the insert, like right in like the carved out portion, portion under the heel. It's got yellow trim all along the outside, mostly blue, except for the other lugs for this trail shoe, which are, some of them are yellow, some of them are blue, and some of them are gray. And <laughs> Drury coming in with the 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Venger says 9, 10. Steve says 10-9, and that is, I think Patty Wiggle was the first one coming with the Hoka 10-9. Yeah, it's a crazy shoe. So big. I, they don't advertise it on the um, 
Hoka website anymore. If you look up 10.9 on the Hoka website, they have 10.9 hiking shoes, which the, the heel on the back isn't as crazy on the hiking shoes, but I think they're selling a lot of those. Um, so like, you know, the, I think the experiment worked. But um, if you go to Running Warehouse, you can still buy this $250 shoe, available in lots of sizes, and they got plenty in stock. And I've kind of captured that on the screenshot here. Um, yeah, if you're looking for a men's size eight, nine, or 10, you're in luck. There's plenty of inventory left, which is not, not that surprising for me. Oh man. Chris Dyke says, is the 10-9, baby? Mr. Random says, it's the Speed Goat. You know, I almost bought a pair of Speed Goats the other day. But I'm like, you know, I've got still, I still haven't finished running in the Lone Peak or the Zanal. Uh, I just got the Speedland. Um, I've got another trail shoe that I haven't even shot any B-roll for. I mean, I, I got a lot of trail shoes I got to get through. And I don't think I'm going to need anything like the Speed Goat for a while. So I held off. I held off. But that's probably be the next trail shoe purchase that I make. But maybe by the time I get there, there'll be another, a different speed goat. So we'll see. Drew says, Kofuzi, did you actually like that shoe? Um, I liked it more than I thought I would. I thought it would just be just like absolutely useless, like running in like scuba flippers. But um, it wasn't bad. Going uphill, you didn't really notice it, except for it was a little heavier. Going downhill, I have a tendency to kick out my feet when I'm on the trail. I, I run a little bit like a duck, you know? Um, and it really exacerbated that. It made it like that much worse for me. Um, so like, I'm not, I'm not sure what that means, but like, I feel like it looks funny on your feet. It made me look funny running, but ultimately like it felt okay. I didn't have like super technical terrain to like test it on. Um, so like it was a mild test of it, but in terms of it working, it kind of works, you know, I'm, you know, I, What's interesting is that they've taken like the concept of the 10.9 and put it in a trail hiking shoe, but they haven't put it in another trail shoe, right? So like, I don't know if why there isn't like a 10.9 version two, except for the fact that 10.9 is weird. And then although now that like, now that the Hoka 1.1 or 11.10.9 is no longer there, you know, like, would it be like the 10.9.8? I, I don't know. It was such a weird, weird shoe, and I'm still not like super convinced that it wasn't all some sort of like weird April Fool's Day marketing joke gone seriously awry. But Pat Wong says he has the Hoka 10.9 boots GTX. Are they good? I, I feel like I look at them, the heel is much more like you know reasonable. They look like quality hiking boots. Like I'm like, ooh, if I hiked, I would probably get those. I don't hike really, so like I don't, I don't need hiking boots. I do have hiking boots though, but I wear them in the winter, like getting around Chicago, like a pair of Columbia boots. Um, yeah. Jared Dew says, um, are we ever gonna see your closet as stuff with all your shoes? No, probably not. <laughs> it's just such a mess in there. Drew reads that better question. Is the Hoka 10.9 worth 250 bucks? No, it is not. Um, Jeff Elliott says, if I can wait, try to wait for the new e Evo Speed Goat. You know, I never know. Is it the Speed Goat Evo? Is it the Evo Speed Goat? Is the EVO Speed Goat? I never know how to say that. I feel like I listen to the way Walmsley says it. I feel like he says it Speed Goat Evo or Evo. Yeah, I think he uses it interchangeably. So I'm not really sure how you're supposed to say it. 
but yeah. Paul Kane says, did you hear about the winner of the Bristol Half Marathon? I got disqualified as he was in the 10K, but ended up running the half and winning. Ed Bud and Andy also ran that one. I, you know what? I didn't understand what people were talking about. I didn't realize that was what, what happened. I did see that Ed and Andy ran that race, which I thought was super fun. And you know what? It's weird because, you know, I, I've always suspected that Ed was a pretty tall guy. He's mentioned that he's tall. And he, in fact, is tall. But then, like, he was standing next to Andy. And I know, like, the cameras were different. But, like, um, like Andy was closer to the camera than, than Ed, Ed was. But, like, he looks short next to Andy. And I knew Andy was tall, but I didn't realize he was 6'6". I mean, I know he has a, a size 13. But, like, I, 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 for some reason, just thought that Ed and Andy were the same height. So, like, I, like one, for, what, for the other, here, here's, so two really distracting things about that video. One is, like, I couldn't get over the height. I'm like, why am I having such a hard time? reconciling the fact that they're not the same height. I, just like my, my brain was just like, what's going on here? Is this a, some sort of camera trick? The other thing was they have slightly different English accents, right? Am I imagining that? But like hearing it, I, my brain just had a real hard time like processing the conversation. So, and, and I also feel like when, I feel like when each of them talk to a camera, I don't feel like they're necessarily like speaking to like an American audience. I don't think that. But like the way that they talk to the camera is slightly different than the way they're talking to each other. Uh, I think just the pace is one thing. It was a little bit faster. And like as a, as a native like American English speaker, I had a hard time listening to the the British English. I, I just I didn't I, I don't know. But some something about it like it took me a second for like the conversation to to register. It was, it was just a fascinating video. I can't imagine like trying to go for a run with those guys. I'd just be like like looking up at both of them um, and also just trying to process it all. But hopefully that's something that I get to do sometime soon, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not the only one. So Jeff says, I was surprised that Ed was that tall. I knew Andy was huge. <laughs> MG Najmul Haq Sajib says, it's nice to uh, hear something from you. Awesome. Thanks for watching. Uh, where I saw something from where is Derek. Derek says first live stream in a minute. What's up, co-fam? Good to see you again, Derek. Welcome back. Uh, JC says I think this is a good place to end it for today. Gotta go by. That's like a weird Jedi mind trick because this is a good place to end it for today, guys. Um, as I said, tomorrow it'll be the video about the Mach Four versus the uh, Rebel Two. I think that video turned out is turning out pretty good. I'm almost done editing that one. And then we'll do another live stream, same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully I'll see you guys again. In the meantime, be safe out there, buddy. Thanks.